Johnny, I'm going out. I'll be back in a couple of hours. You play Farmville and call yourself a gamer. You said awesome, and I said I hate it. Okay, so here we go. This is where this is where the extended knowledge comes in. <laughs> I, don't mind me, I'm just staring at a wall somewhere. Can anyone afford Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> that's 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 surprising. I don't think a human could make those sounds. Yeah, well, you can do it though, can't you? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dean. Hi, I'm Paul. And I'm Jason. Welcome to Nerds Before Birds, the podcast where you'll find reviews, rankings, and general discussion on all things pop culture. This week, we'll be looking at those little sci-fi gems that underperformed or are underappreciated. But first, I'd like to give a shout out to our Patreon community. You guys are awesome and we're so grateful for your support. If you like the show and you want to become part of our Patreon community, visit patreon.com nerdsbeforebirds. Alternatively, if you don't want to donate but want to support the show in another way, click subscribe and write a review, especially on iTunes. It really does help. Okay, now that that plug is out of the way... Our top three underrated sci-fis. Dean, kick us off with what is your number three underrated sci-fi? All right. Uh, my Wait, wait. Yeah, I'm sorry. Three? I don't want to cut you off straight away. Dude. If one of you, I'm going to disclaimer right now. If one of you say Jupiter Ascending, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, Dean. It's fair enough. The fate yeah, of the so podcast is Tell in us your about hands. Jupiter Ascending and how much you love it. <laughs> 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 Noted, and I completely understand that. All right, sorry to so, cut you off. Number three. I'm just going to no, cut it's... one of mine from the list. It's it's not it's not actually um it's not related to your comment, but um I'm I'm I'm, I'm only going to have two tonight, okay, Paul? So thanks. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> mine was just What's a movie. A, they were the three acts of Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> Sci-fi books, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The three yeah. acts of Jupiter right. Ascending are actually the same act three times. If you've ever watched that movie, you will know exactly what I mean. Uh, anyway, I like so the guy, I like the bit where the guy who has asthma yells. <laughs> can I get to uh, my first? Yeah, one? Right. yes, you That's can. Awesome. All right, my first underrated film, Jupiter Ascending. Now, the reason <laughs> I'm out. Uh, no, kidding. All right, definitely not Jupiter Ascending. Um, first one I want to talk about, uh, I think it's it's probably the least underrated of my three, but it's still pretty underrated. Uh, it didn't do very well at the box office. It is Sunshine. Oh, yeah, that was a good the movie. 2007 yeah. film Sunshine. Yeah, yes, Danny, Boyle. Danny Boyle. Yeah. So yeah, um, do you want me to, yeah. to give you a bit of a spill about yeah, it? Yeah, why? First, or? Why did you, why did you like it so much? Yeah, I haven't seen. Well, it. I haven't seen you it. Haven't seen. It. Haven't seen it. Give me the premise. Okay, sure. So it's set in the year. Hang on, I have this written down. It's set in the year twenty fifty seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the sun is dying. Yep. Okay, so um, we were all wrong about. As you know, that the sun does die in twenty fifty seven. Yes, just so scientific you know, like, fact. Everyone knows that. Um, That's just common this, knowledge. Yeah. This no. movie is known because, like, it's well known for it just being a hundred percent scientifically <laughs> accurate in everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, their plan Future to proof. save the sun is to put a n- drop a nuclear bomb into <gasps> it and I have reignite seen it. This. You have yeah, seen, seen this. this. <laughs> oh, it was a great movie. Uh, it's yeah. Completely yeah. scientifically accurate. Definitely. Yeah. No. Yeah, Fantastic sun. movie. Um, yeah. So basically they're on this mission to the sun to try to reignite it with a nuclear bomb. And on the way, so this is the ship, like this, the ship that this crew's on, 
Uh, it's the second ship that's been launched. The first, like, they'd lost connection with it. They think it was a failure. On the way to the sun, they start getting signals from the first ship that launched. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. hey, well, we should go and, you know, go slightly off course and check this out because two nuclear bombs are better than one nuclear bomb. Anyway, and oh, so yes. then... It, it is a good movie, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, dramas start happening. It's very suspenseful, especially for a film which is basically just you're going through space with a crew yeah. of people just living on this spaceship. But yeah. it is amazing. It's like Battlestar. It, it actually reminds mm. me of um, mm. Event Horizon. Like, it changes yes. towards the end. Have you ever seen Event Horizon? I haven't, but I, I know what you're talking Paul, about. Paul, have here. you seen that at all? Uh, I don't think so, no. Yeah. It's it's it like very much similar to that in the tone and feel and the way that it changes like during the movie and also there's another movie another sci-fi movie called Pandorum that is very similar so if you ever get a chance to watch either of those two if you like Sunshine you're gonna love Event Horizon and Pandorum Sweet. they're both got yeah cool they're great sci-fi movies nice. there's also an ABC show in the early to mid two thousands called Silver Sun. That had a similar similar story arc in about season two. Well, oh, there you go. Okay, it's a kids show, but it's awesome. <laughs> it was a kids show. <laughs> Interesting. Oh yeah, they're basically they're traveling to the new Earth, yeah. and it's going to take ninety years to get there. So it's a story about the crew who don't live on Earth, but they're never going to live on the new planet. But there was a second ship, and it launched after them, and they find it abandoned, and they're Whoa. like, "Ooh, how the hell did it get here?" Oh, okay. Interesting. That's Great. cool. Is that yeah. one of your three underrated films? or No, it's a series, friend. <laughs> it's a series. Yeah. Underrated sci-fi so, series. That's well, no, no, it's going to be three individual episodes from the series. That's what my <laughs> Oh, okay, are. cool, cool. <laughs> Not Jupiter Ascending? <laughs> Never Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> so what? what is your first one, Paul? Oh, okay. We're actually going to bring one. All right, well, I'll go with my least underrated but i still feel like it underperformed mm-hmm. and it is the 2011 cult classic paul uh, oh. okay. uh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of thought went into this one yeah i was like think yeah, paul yeah. think paul think <laughs> paul <laughs> yeah no i like it didn't perform um met a score of like 57 yeah i loved it okay i really really loved it uh, for those of you who don't know what it means so you have seen it Yes. Oh, shut up. I saw yours. Okay, and it's still on your list. <laughs> Sorry. I don't get the joke, but... That was cool. No, I enjoy... I liked yeah, it, too. I like Paul. It's good. Don't interrupt me, Dean. It's really rude. I, I actually... Like, it's weird because seeing um Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in a yeah. movie that's not directed by Edgar Wright is just so weird. Yeah. And I kind of... um I was expecting something from Edgar Wright and to have the like Paul as it was I, I kind of was I didn't get what I was expecting when I watched Paul so I'd have to go back and watch it to to see if I actually liked it but I remember not liking it at the time uh-huh. it just kind of didn't really I don't know didn't really hit the beats that yeah. I was hoping for but Sigourney Weaver was great in it Sigourney Weaver she, she was, was great yeah and Jason well, there were a lot of people like Jason yeah. Bateman was really good in that movie as yeah. well. Oh, I don't remember. For those of you, that. disclaimer though, for those of you who don't know what Paul is, one, go and see it. 
<laughs> uh, at two. The main premise is uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are comic book writers, and they're trying to sort of break into the comic book scene. So they decide let's just kind of go on a on a tour across the U.S. Then they encounter an alien by the name of Paul, who's voiced by Seth Rogen, and he is like the most vulgar alien you'll ever meet. It's it's kind of like yeah. E.T. meets Ted, right? Yes, like that's a great that, great way that, to basically describe it. that <laughs> that same sort of premise. It's, so it's, good. A, it's a, yeah. With yeah, Seth yeah. Rogen instead of um, Seth, um, what's, what's Seth McFarlane? McFarlane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing, yeah. The thing I love the most about this movie, though, and I think this is also the reason why I have a very strong love of Ready Player One, is there are so many references. Yes, it is referential heaven. True. It's the best. That's true. I think didn't um. I'll have to go back and watch it. Yeah. You didn't Paul? Didn't Spiel like Steven Spielberg just do like a recording for a cameo in one scene? I think like, so. I think I remember. There's like a, just Paul is in the flashback yeah. talking to act, like the actual Steven Spielberg. The actual Spielberg, the yeah. yeah, giving him, yeah, giving him like tips for his next movie. Like, yeah, he did advice. like a little uh, voice cameo. Fantastic, oh, that's cool. but it's insane. Like they go to a really rough, they go to a rough pub, and there's like a bluegrass band, and they're playing like a bluegrass version of the Cantina song. <laughs> Jason Bateman's on the radio, and he's getting mm-hmm. yelled at by his boss. So he shoots the radio, and he's like, "Yeah, it was a boring conversation, anyway." And <laughs> it's just it's that kind of stuff, man. I loved it. <laughs> That's cool. Fair enough. That's cool. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, Paul. Moving on. Um, the first on my list was actually mm-hmm. a movie that you probably would never have heard of. Try us. And it is called Timescape. But it's um, it, it's a nineteen ninety two movie. And um, great year. If you don't know it by that name, you might know it by this name, which I doubt it. But anyways, it's called. The, it has an alternative name, and it's called Grand Tour Disaster in Time. Oh. <laughs> and it's got Jeff Daniels in it, oh. and it's directed by David what? Tui. Um, the guy that directed Pitch Black, Chronicles Ooh. of Riddick, and um, A what Perfect Getaway, um, amongst heaps of other movies. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's quite old, but um, basically it is a guy, he owns a motel, and um, he's renovating it, getting it ready to actually open it up, and some really weird, like, characters arrive at the motel, some some oddly dressed people arrive at the motel and they want to stay there but he he hasn't actually opened it up and during the course of the film he finds out that they're actually time travelers that are viewing um disasters that have occurred in the past and they come and they watch from a distance these really big disasters that happen and um one of the disasters is going to happen in his town and they're just on the outskirts of the town so so it's just it's a brilliant premise and done so well but nobody knows about this movie. Sounds awesome. And um I watched it when I was like 15. It's so good. Um but like it, it's it's probably dated really badly now because it was back in the 90s but it's one of those movies that kind of would deserve a remake if if they ever got a chance to but really awesome like David Tui is like He's a really underrated director. Yeah. In general, just some um, Pitch Black is fantastic. Yeah. Riddick oh, was great. Great movies. Yeah. yeah. He's done some really great movies, and he did another movie called A Perfect Getaway, which is another genre, but it's underrated as well, I believe. Um, it's one of those twist movies that even if you see it coming, you kind of you love it, kind of thing. So, um, I think if if anyone listening hasn't seen these movies, check it out. 
Go search it out. Um, I think someone's put it up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. What a legacy. I um, haven't heard, I've never heard of this movie, and I definitely am going to check this out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't think you would have heard of it. I'm, I, I would be surprised yeah. if you've heard of it. But I remember well, watching well like a VHS uh, of when I was like 15 or 16. It's so good. Though, like, just okay. a great, great movie. And, um, and yeah, I don't know why nobody's really heard of it. But um, right. number two for you, what, what's your number two, Dean? Oh, first, first of all, can I ask you a question about that time scale? When was the last time you watched this movie? I actually it- haven't watched it since I was, like, 16 or 17. So it's been a while. <laughs> and I'm hoping yeah, right. it still lives up. That was around 1992, wasn't it? I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Paul. <laughs> As the baby of the group, yeah. you'll realize that I was zero, I'm not that old. In 1992, <laughs> yeah. that was a great year because I was born. Oh my you, gosh, you were you actually were, a fetus wow. in 92. I was fetal. This movie yes. is as old as you, Paul. Not as good looking though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, it's good. Jeff Daniels in it. Um, wow. I haven't watched it for ages, but yeah. when we were talking about doing this podcast, I. I thought I'd I'd at least look up a trailer and rewatch it and see if it still sort of holds up. And and to my surprise, yeah. I was like, yeah, this movie's awesome. I can't wait to go <laughs> and watch it again, kind of thing. Yeah, right. um, since looking it up, so um, I'm I'm really keen to actually watch it again, probably this week at some from, point. But um, from the concept that you've said, Jason, it kind of sounds like the type of story that would be a perfect fit for like a Netflix show or something. Yeah, Ooh, that'd be cool. Like, I could. Yeah, it sounds like a really cool concept. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's a great concept, and um, and I think they did a great job with it. Mm. And um, yeah, I just remember it being an awesome movie, and it's one of those ones, like I said, that nobody knows about. Um, and I wish more people knew about it. But um, yeah, Dean, what's your what's your number two? All right, number two. Now, um, I want to say like with Sunshine, it the reason why it's underrated was because no one went to see that. Um, <laughs> it's a good criteria. Lost money because of how I, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it at the cinemas. You watched it. Yeah. Okay. I, cool. I seen it at the cinemas. Sweet. Yeah. I was there. Well, good, good work. Good work. Yeah. I didn't, but um, it was actually an empty cinema, and I was like yeah. the only person there. <laughs> that's the best, though. <laughs> yeah. See, that's yeah. the you get the best seat, the ambient sweet spot. Oh yeah. yes, <laughs> perfect. You, you feel like so special, like you booked out the whole cinema. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. That's right. Um, but I guess like the reason why it bond was because the budget was so huge on that movie. And they, it just couldn't make its money back. Like, they got heaps. They had heaps of trouble trying to fund it. Um, so, you compare that to my second movie. Well, it's because they wanted to film on location. <laughs> on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it was a brave choice by the director, Danny yeah. Boyle. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I want it to be all real, okay? Yeah. Um, so, it was gone through the last lot of actors. <laughs> <laughs> We need to recast. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my so goodness. That, that'll just be the first ship that we sent now, so um, <laughs> we'll work it into the plot somehow. One small step for man, one giant leap for sunshine coming out in cinemas this May. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. So, compare that to my second underrated film, which um, was done on at such a tiny budget and this one almost almost made its money back like almost broke even but it was just done for like you you'll realize what it is like it was so underrated and such a small budget moon oh yes the 2009 film moon by duncan jones yeah 
So yes. You know what I found? Um, it was fantastic. So a few years later after Moon came out, um, a movie with Tom Cruise came out called Oblivion. Yeah. And yes. I feel like, yeah, a lot of people will remember Oblivion, but Moon yep. was kind of like the predecessor to Oblivion and it, and it kind of really stole heavily from Moon like Oblivion did because all those it, concepts and it that. really did yeah and and I feel the twist and everything yes exactly have mm-hmm. you seen there is actually um so in the um film that um I'm trying to remember his name now um David Bowie's son the director Duncan Jones um, yeah Duncan Jones yeah yeah he um also directed a Netflix series called mute which is yeah, a right. spiritual um sequel to moon and really? there are actually a lot of references in mute to um moon and it, and it goes backwards and forwards even to the extent of having oh. sam rockwell play a similar character um just in like a subplot what? to the actual thing so it sort of works in the same sort of universe throughout he also directed so duncan jones also directed warcraft uh, and source code source code oh. source code was very good as i like well. source code warcraft yeah, was balls the hmm. source code was yeah good. you didn't like warcraft <laughs> warcraft sucked but coming from didn't you didn't you play warcraft a lot like uh, excessively like coming from almost that? addictively yeah. Yeah, yeah and I neglected like my it. kids because of Warcraft. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wait, you had That's kids? a real problem. Though. I don't know, not anymore. <laughs> they leveled up. They're out of the house. They're on a quest somewhere. Perfect. <laughs> You're like, yeah. quick, I've got a quest for you now. Get outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go talk to old people. They'll give you things. Find them fruit. Level up. Come back when you're level twenty. Come, Come back, back when here. you got a beer for me. <laughs> <laughs> Papa. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Um. So I haven't. I cannot believe I have not heard of that Netflix show. Considering how much I love Moon, I'm definitely gonna. I, you know what? This what is probably gonna be. But <laughs> have a guess. You know what? Um, yeah. Honestly, um, Mute. Um. As much as it is a spiritual uh, sequel to Moon, yeah, it's not worthy of being. A sequel oh, it's, to Moon. it's not good. Unfortunately, it doesn't live up to the quality of Moon. And right. some of Duncan Jones's previous works, like yeah. Source Code and that, and even I, I actually didn't mind Warcraft. I thought it was okay. Uh, okay, I'd, I haven't seen I, it yet. It's not going to win any awards, but <laughs> no. I never played the game, and that's that's where I actually, um, right. I actually thought it was kind of cool because I, I was playing catch up the whole way through. So all this stuff that they threw at me, I was like, oh sweet, he's yeah. not even expecting me to play the game, and I've got to try and work out what's going on in this movie, and that's why I liked it. But I even think. that didn't matter. But, that was like the only exciting part about playing the game was like a couple of characters. You're like, oh that's cool, uh, and then also a few locations. It was like, oh yeah, yeah I've been there. Yeah, right on. But uh, yeah, right. It's just it's too much. The story sucked. Too many people to follow. I still don't know how the ending, what happened. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, and terrible VFX. I actually liked it, but... Yeah. Uh, look at the lightning wall. Look, yeah. we'll, we'll cover this <laughs> on another podcast. I'm Sounds very good. sure about Sounds that. Good. Yeah. Should I give a bit of a spiel about Moon? About the story of yes, Moon? Yes, please. I haven't seen it. Yes, you haven't yeah, seen it? Yeah, okay. tell, tell no. Paul a little bit about it. Tell okay, me about great. Moon. So, it's basically the plot of Oblivion, but better. Um, basically there's, <laughs> there is I'm intrigued. one guy, yeah, near future, <clears throat> um, 
we've now started mining the moon for fuel and everything's automated up there yeah and so it the whole station can be manned by one person and that is sam rockwell in such a terrific performance so he's up there on his own for three years for the three-year mission um he can't contact earth but he can receive messages for some reason um that's important anyway uh at the end of his three-year kind of um mission he gets uh, in an accident of some kind um and then in doing that he okay this is where i needed i cannot give too much yeah spoilers. maybe just stop it's just yeah. stop. basically he makes because i a think discovery. i think you will go into spoiler yeah. territory he, if you keep going yeah he makes a discovery which completely changes everything Okay. That's bum, that's bum, all bum. I can say. That is all I can say, and it is amazing. Um, okay. It was done on a five million dollar budget, Whoa. and it only made like nine point eight million dollars back. Which so you know, if like yeah. success the studio gets half the ticket prices, then that means that they they almost broke even with it. But yeah, you can see that yeah. not many people have seen this film, and I think it's yeah. definitely worth putting on your list. What? Kevin Spacey. Yeah, was it in definitely it. is. Yes, Kevin Spacey was in it. As a yeah, he voices robot. the robot, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but um, they're like <clears throat> Oblivion. Like, if you compare the two movies, Oblivion was made on a hundred and sixty thousand, a uh, sixty Whoa. million dollar budget. So um, <laughs> wow. Not not a hundred and sixty thousand million dollar budget. A hundred and sixty thousand million dollars. <laughs> oh my goodness! Some would call that a billion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a hundred and sixty billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what would I know? It's only basic math. That's not how um, I learned math. But yeah, so at Terrence Howard School of Mathematics. I read out of fingers after ten. <laughs> Thank God for ten toes. That's twenty people. I'm so glad everything costs ten dollars or less. <laughs> I'm getting worried about the Fast and Furious franchise. I'm running out of fingers to count them on. <laughs> It just goes back to one, doesn't it? <laughs> Fast and Furious X. Oh, wait. No, one. No, it's just one. Just one? <laughs> There's no X's on your hands. What? Whoa! Oh, okay. We yeah, can't right. no one at home can see that, Paul, what you're doing. <laughs> no one can see that, but I yeah. won. <laughs> I made my point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he won through a stupid visual. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, what the great way that Moon was uh, financed was that they used um, Terryology actually to calculate oh. the earnings. Yeah, so times they, their yeah. budget by one. Yeah, they times their box office nice. revenue by one, and they got double. So yep. it's fantastic. Yep. So they actually broke even <laughs> that way. So, so it's well, not whatever. underrated. <laughs> it's not. It didn't it's underperform. Not. Technically, you, not many films are underrated if they use Terence Howard's <laughs> method of mathematics. <laughs> Everything's a success in Terryology, <laughs> except for Terence Howard. <laughs> um, so, um, what, did, what did you come up with, um, Paul, for number two for you? All right, this one's a risk. I actually don't think you guys would have seen it. Okay. And I'm pretty proud of this one. I loved it. I remembered it. And then even looking at the trailer tonight, I still like it. I think it looks pretty great. Uh, 2002 hit with a meta score of 40 clock stoppers i have seen this freeze yes. the future oh my this. goodness <laughs> i think i know and what you this know is a freaking great movie yeah okay 
premise of the movie. This is what they say. Wait, wait, I, Dean, have you not seen this? I, I think I've seen it. I, I think is it the yeah, one with the okay. kid with the magic watch that yes freezes time? Yes, yeah, yes. I've seen it. Oh, yes. No, magic no, watch. it doesn't freeze time. <laughs> it speeds oh, yeah. him up. Theory of so relativity. It seems right? like other people yeah. are standing still. Yeah, yeah. And he gets up to all sorts of zany antics. It's just like the Matrix. <laughs> Right. So, yeah. Premise. So, yeah. Yeah. Tell us. So your basically, synopsis. his father works for like a quantum company, right? And they develop this watch, and this watch lets him engage a thing called hypertime. Firstly, Whoa. hypertime. Hell yeah. Whoa. Um. And as a result, he doesn't freeze time, but he moves so insanely fast that you just can't see him. And everything, you know, you know, there's a scene where he looks at a bee and the wings are just very slowly flapping. No it's like, okay, cool. So he's moving very, very That's quickly. That's so hyper. Uh, but then the people at this quantum company were like, no, your dad's a prisoner. You can't have this watch. Let's kill you and get the watch back. And that's kind yep. of the whole thing. But it's got everything a 2002 <laughs> movie should have, man. Like, I'm talking <laughs> baggy pants. I'm talking, like, mountain biking. Um, DJ I feel battles. Like it was made for TV, right? No. Well, no. 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 Oh, don't say it like okay. that. I did watch it on TV, it so w- yes, probably yes. <laughs> yeah, it was made for TV, yes. No, um, no, I don't know whether it was made for TV, but it felt like a made-for-TV movie. Um, no, I remember seeing it because in the cinema, at the movies or yeah, on yeah. TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it. The the baddie in it, right? He's um, he's like, what is he from? He's from Third Rock from the Sun. Yes, right? Third Rock would be his main. Yeah. What John Lithgow? And the main character, what? No, uh, French Stewart. French French Stewart. Oh, he's like the, the main, weird-eyed main guy. baddie from it. Yeah. From yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's yeah. And the yeah. main the main character is the love interest from uh, Bring It On. Oh, right. Jesse Bradford. I don't think I've ever seen Bring It On, dude. That's an uh, that's an who's underrated. In, who's in Bryn? Uh, oh, is it Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, Kirsten Dunst. Um, oh, what's her name? Hang so on, Kirsten Dunst is in Clockstoppers. No, 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 Kirsten Dunst. No, no, is no, not no. In she's in um, no, she's Eliza in um, the Bring It On. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but um, interesting. He's from Clockstoppers, Jason. You ever seen? Have you seen Buffy, Jason? I what the movie or the TV series? The TV series. There's a movie? She's the other one. She's Faith. Yeah, there's a movie. There was a movie that doesn't star Sarah Michelle Gellar. And then Sarah Michelle Gellar went uh, on to become like the TV version of Buffy. Oh, right. And she became more famous than the original version of Buffy. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't even know who played the original. But, um... Yeah, yeah. They didn't play so it that well. The, the original movie was in um, 1992. Yeah. Um, and Great year. Um, then Buffy the Vampire Slayer started in like 96. Yeah. And that was a spin off of the movie. And yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar got more famous from well, it's like It's like Stargate. Movie directed like Stargate was Arthur. a movie. And then it was a 10, 10 season TV show that yes. no one remembers who was in the original. Kurt Russell was in the original. What? Yeah, yeah, right. but people I mean, remember the shut up the original <laughs> cast. They don't remember the TV series. It's the opposite. So way is James Spader yeah. as well. 
<laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. You know what? It was a great movie. <laughs> Come back it to me. It was a great movie. Wait, Cut all wait, of it. Is this, awesome is this your number two? <laughs> yeah, screw this. No, this is Clock actually your way of getting to so my number my three. Number two is Stargate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a great movie. Um, Everyone knows it's a great movie. So, Jason, yeah. did Joss Whedon direct the movie of Buffy as well? Or not? Oh, I'm not Ooh. sure whether he did, but... Um, That's a great question, Dan. But... Um, yeah, that is. A He's good thinking question, about it, and I wonder He's if there's thinking. something that could help me out with this. Just, mm. just think your hardest. To, think no, your it hardest. was not. It was actually. It was just written by Joss Whedon. It wasn't right. directed by him. Um, okay. So he still sort of created the characters still. Um, but yeah, um, um, Christy so Swanson is actually. Is yeah, I know, I know. It's just off the top of my head. I just had to rack my brain. <laughs> what but, don't you? But, know? Um, yeah. Hmm. Christy Swanson was in the original, and um, she's wife. also been in, uh, yeah, Ron Swanson's <laughs> wife from Parks and Recreation. Yes, yes, that's the, the Tabby Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, she's really hasn't been in that many things other than like Ferris Bueller's Day Off and um, uh, who was she in that? Car, so. Was she the ch- the, the main? She was Simone. Adam Lee? I don't know who that is. Is that is that one of the main? No, no. she's not. She's not the main. I don't know who she is. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Fair enough. I think but, yeah. you should think so, about um, this more. So she wasn't Casey. really in many... Yeah, I'm not going to because it's just... That's a rabbit hole I don't really need to go down. Fair um, enough. Nice. But yeah, so getting back to this yeah. list at hand, What's my second two? one, and it's, it's kind of not really underrated... Um, in in like a cult classic kind of way, but um, but it didn't perform well, and it has um like a, a Metascore critic um pretty low, like in the sixties, um, and that is Dark City. Oh, so oh. I really enjoyed that movie. Cool, um, yeah, and I feel like it's kind of hindered in the way that it's like a gothic Matrix in that kind of way, and um. And because it, it, even though it came out a year before The Matrix, it, it's sort of, I think in retrospect, people always think of the 90s with sci-fi, they think of The Matrix instead of this movie, which was um, came out a year earlier, and it, and it kind of has that same sort of feel for it. Have you, have you seen it, Paul? No. No? <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't think you would have. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you've seen it, though, Dean. You've, you've seen Dark I City, right? I have seen it years ago. So long ago, yeah. Um, but it was this one was it was filmed in Australia, wasn't it? Dark yeah. City? So it's yeah. Alex Proyas, which um, he um, he's most known for The Crow yeah. and um, oh. Knowing um, with Nicolas Cage, and um, he also directed um, a, a really good movie about two years ago called Gods of Egypt. Oh yes, oh, so ah, lovely. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. Fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, so he sort of uh, started pretty high, but yeah, things are not looking great for yeah, him at the moment. No, wow. definitely not. But um, <laughs> I remember I I'm it's been it's been years since I've seen this movie, but I remember um I must have like I definitely know I've seen it because I fanboyed hard a couple of years ago. Yeah, when I was working on uh, um. TV production, and I found out just through conversation that the first AD on that production, her first 
ever job on set was on Dark City as a runner. I was like, what? Yeah, right. And um, yeah, so fully, and she was like talking about all the actors and how much of a douche Kiefer Sutherland is. And um, really, yeah, yeah, and but apparently <laughs> William Hurt was a very, very lovely man. That's what she what she said. Yeah, but, um, yeah. That's, but that's I was nice like, I was like, tell me more, tell me more. I need to know more about this production. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. So, but yeah. I I want to watch this movie again now that you've brought it up. Yeah, Definitely. I think I think they actually um some of the sets in that were actually recycled and used again for the Matrix. I'm not sure, yeah, right. like a hundred percent, whether that's true, but. But I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that was actually the case. Um, I'll I'll have to get someone to fact check me on that. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they they recycled them again because again the Matrix was shot in Australia as well, and having both film productions around the same time, um, yeah, they um they recycled a lot of the sets. So right. the basic premise of of um. Dark City is. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a way of explaining it without giving too much away because it almost like the movie opens with intrigue and you want to know what's going on. But um, a character like um, John Murdoch, his name is, um, he awakens in a hotel bathtub and he's got amnesia. He doesn't know what's going on. And then he gets a phone call from um, Keith Sutherland's character who tells him to like basically just run away because there is a group of men coming after him. And it's got this like real like um gothic almost film noir sort of film to uh, like feel to it, but um it's just really really dark gothic kind of feel to it and um really unusual sort of atmosphere that it creates almost feels like it's in the 1940s but it could be in the future and you can't really place exactly where it sits in time um and then like so he he runs away and there's um these unusual characters that that start to follow him around and um he also finds the corpse of a woman who he thinks he may have murdered, but he can't remember it because of his amnesia and he's trying to piece it together and work out whether he actually killed the person and who's after him and what, why they want him kind of thing. But it's really, really good movie. Like it's, it's, it's to say any more would give away too much about the actual story, but, um, just really, really cool. Just, um, and plays on all those sort of, um, paranoia kind of things that the matrix plays on as well and i I think alex proyas as a director is actually again another underrated one unfortunately gods of egypt sucks but Mm -hmm. um i think knowing was actually a decent movie i thought i thought that was okay i wrote um nicholas cage oh yes he did i robot as well Mm -hmm. yeah great movie so That's got some of the worst product placement I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. in a movie. When he does like the what? whole Converse is like, oh my my 2005 Converse limited edition, and he like fully puts it up on the counter and he's like showing wow. it off to his nan or whatever. And also, he's <laughs> barely his noticed car, it. Jason. A lot of the other cars barely in that noticed. movie were Audis. Oh, they yep. were too. They were yeah. all Audis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah. I can safely say yeah, that movie had worst. no long lasting effects on me whatsoever. Um, my footwear is no. completely converse, but that's right. That's <laughs> completely separate. And you only converse. drive Audis, right? I only and drive my Audis. Exactly. Prosthetic. 
<laughs> I You're cannot like, afford I to, to walk everywhere. How I choose to live. I, ch- I, I choose to walk everywhere because I can't afford an Audi. <laughs> <laughs> but man, those conferences are comfortable. And walking everywhere, yeah, especially exactly. when they're from 2005. It's a good year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rubber There's was limited just edition. right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> limited to how many they could sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, so that gets us on to the number one. What What is, Dean, what is your number one for this list? Cool. Okay. Now, this one, I believe, is Ooh. the most underrated of my films that I've picked. Um, it bombed pretty hard. Very hard, and it wasn't very well yep. rated. It has a thirty-three percent meta uh, score on Metacritic. Ooh. Yep. Dang. Um. And but the user rating is seven and a half stars. So I'll tell you something. Jupiter um, ascending. Jupiter. Ascending. <laughs> I'm out. Not Jupiter ascending. No. Um. My number one pick for most underrated sci-fi is Equilibrium, the two thousand and two oh. movie with Christian okay. Bale. Yeah. Yes, before yeah. Christian Bale yeah. was known as Batman. You know what? Yep. You said equilibrium, but I just, I in my mind, I heard Elysium. I was like, mm, yeah, no, 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 maybe. no, no. Yeah. Very different but, yeah, movies. Equilibrium's equilibrium. Yeah. Again, again, Definitely. another movie it's got hindered like heavily these... because of um, the oh. Matrix. <laughs> I reckon. Because of what? Because of the Matrix. Because it's got that same sort of like futuristic sort of tone to it, and I feel like yeah. um because it wasn't the Matrix, people didn't really gravitate towards it as well as what totally. they probably should have. Totally. I did um the research. This came out three years after the Matrix, so it was definitely within that kind of hypey, yeah, kind of like everyone wants this kind of real yeah. noirish, futuristic look. That cyberpunk. And, um, cyberpunk, stylized violence. Um, now, I watched this last night because I wanted to make sure that it was like because I haven't seen. It's still it still held years. up. It's still good. Yeah, I want to make sure it's still held <laughs> yeah. up, um, and it wasn't just like you know nostalgia. It does um, not. And it was. Oh my god! It, well, <laughs> <laughs> the the action scenes were a little bit jarring, and s- yeah, some moments were unbearable, but the story is still fantastic behind it. Mm. And um, the whole. Do you want to give the audience of, a quick rundown on the story of that? Just in case? absolutely, definitely. Get so it. we're. In a futuristic um, totalitarian world where basically there's just been a World War Three, and we're all like, no, we can't, we can't survive another war. So we're going to destroy, like get rid of the reason war exists, and that is human emotion. And Pe- so yeah. emotions and feelings are outlawed. People are taking drugs to um, like these little capsule things every day to um suppress their emotions and these special this special side of the police force um is tasked with going and eliminating all pieces of artwork and literature and film and like any creative thing out there so anything that would tempt you to feel again and christian bale is one of these guys um and yeah the action he it's very very matrix style action see um action sequences um they do yeah. this really cool thing with guns which is kind of yeah make they kind sense. of use them as Shoot like them. an extension of themselves right yes. like it's basically like their their extension of their hands almost like they use them as as 
their fists sort of thing. It's really bizarre, kind isn't of, it? Like yeah. almost swords. Yeah, there's like there's a whole scene with like it's this expositional scene which explains like the mathematics of gun shooting and how you can stand in the center of like a mass of people and take them all out just with like certain kind of um moves or like poses basically yeah um it's quite interesting like okay cool i can believe that if i don't look into it too much and then so yeah so anyway (laughs) christian bale he's tasked with like doing all this and you know obliterating like getting rid of emotions and then one day he misses a capsule himself and he starts to feel and he realizes that the system that he is all about enforcing isn't all that and then yeah progression starts happening and he realizes why emotion's real and realizes that he needs to be the one to take down the system from the inside and yeah it is really really cool i love the story and I, yeah sorry yeah i re- i remember this movie and i remember it being decent like i thought it was a good movie but again the action scenes in it are very um underwhelming and i felt like they were just cut in such a way that it kind of um it detracts from the action itself it's almost like they had like a strobe light on um in a, in a few scenes where he's yeah. like in pitch black dark and he's just shooting all over the place yeah, and then the 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 light the light flashes mm-hmm. is just coming up and it's showing those different poses and i yeah. remember thinking I wish I knew what the hell was going on because <laughs> it kind of looks cool, it, but I don't know. I, I, I can't I, really tell you see what, it. It's not like John it Wick or something like that. definitely doesn't hold up that scene much um, is what oh. I remembered it. Oh. Um, but again, it's the story that counts. And I think the action and the way it's like filmed and everything, the style is vice and uh, violence, it's very much an element of its time as opposed to the Matrix that came out three mm. years earlier that kind of um, still, like, it still looks great and you can still watch it and be wowed. This, yeah. not so much, not with the action It almost transcends it anyway. its era, doesn't it? Exactly. It transcends time, kind of, yeah. one of those films. Which is why The Matrix is not on our list because it's not underrated. People actually understood why it was such a great movie. This one, I still think it's worth seeing. Just to see, like, it is a, yeah, definitely a Matrix copycat, but... I thought it was well done. I thought it had a really good story behind it. And Christian Bale mm. is very good in this role. This was before it was Batman also, and everyone yeah. knew who he was. There's also a game that uh, is coming out, is not coming out. That's a whole other thing that yeah. sort of follows a similar trend. It's called We Happy Few, where okay. basically um, they're trying to forget all the horrible things and all this past stuff that happened in a war. So they start ingesting this drug called joy and that suppresses all of that stuff. It suppresses their like urge to fight, their urge to rebel, their urge to be anything different. And it sort of forces them into this like little tube of people basically. And then, yeah, it's a similar kind of thing. Like there's people who walk around and like, if they think you're a downer where you're, you haven't taken your joy and you're ex- <laughs> like, you're expressing yourself. They like, force feed you this drug or call in like a doctor to administer the liquid if they don't kill them wow. before the doctor gets there and so i was kind don't of don't be a debbie downer it's illegal that's that yeah. well the whole game is like it's all english so it's like you're a downer and all that kind of stuff <laughs> it's, yeah it's crazy so if you like equilibrium you will like we happy few fair enough cool 
Interesting. Yeah. What's right, also well, likable about this movie is that yeah. it's another one that to add to your Sean Bean death movie in the movies. Oh. Yes. Oh, I, Go, yeah, yeah, spoiler. Sean Bean's in it and he dies. It's not a spoiler <laughs> it's if like, it happens in the first it's, ten it's minutes. It's like about 40 Did minutes in, right? Seagal, everyone? <laughs> what was that? Is Does he Steven Seagal, everyone? He's in it at the beginning and then he's uh, just dead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, executive Basically. decision. Executive That's decision. The best. Man. Or, um, I love that movie um, because he died. G.I. Joe 2. Oh. Oh, I was so annoyed about that, actually. I haven't Brutal. seen that one. I was one. like, why? Spoilers. It's that straight movie away. sucks. Yeah, I know what happened. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much straight away. And yeah. I kind of was expecting him to come back, like, towards yeah. the end or something. But, yeah, no. he just doesn't. He dead. Just dead. Yep, that's it. That's dead it. Dead boy. All done. Is We're that out. movie worth I'm like, watching? like, oh, okay, so... G.I. Joe 2. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Thank you. No. I'm going to watch these ones. That is a perfectly rated sci-fi. Yeah. Awesome. That is, yeah. Yeah, that is a terrible terrible movie it should yes. never have been made it's yeah. another movie where bruce willis is just like phoning it in like it's like yeah. every oh, yeah. movie that he's been doing recently he's just like yeah you know what i'll, I'll arrive you pay me a million dollars and i'll be hmm. there for like five minutes and then i'll just i'll say some quip and then i'll leave yeah. and that that'll be me so I'll call okay, some guy a jerk off pay me, right? and then we'll go <laughs> yeah, yeah hey you jerk yeah. off <laughs> a friend of mine he said um uh Bruce Willis has this the best ability. He's the best in Hollywood at sitting in a chair getting talked at. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. Yes. No one does getting talked at better than Bruce Willis. No one gets That's talked awesome. at like Bruce. <laughs> I I know he was like he was meant to be in um Expendables Three, but um yeah. They um he he was meant to work for four days and they were gonna pay him three million dollars for the four days Ugh. and he was like oh no that's not enough I want to have four million dollars so a million dollars a day instead and they I were like that. oh um Make it okay even. we're gonna just put someone else in yeah <laughs> yeah 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 exactly. we're just gonna shave another dude yeah you so know then, what seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a day is just not enough for me i want a million and harrison ford was sitting outside i'll do it uh, give me that <laughs> yeah, exactly. i get that anyway give me the script <laughs> i need to pay rent i'll crash land in there i'm suing <laughs> a guy right now <laughs> i'll do it for three million if you give me a family back <laughs> If you kill Han Solo, I'll do it. <laughs> um, okay, so that gets us to your number one, Paul. Yep. What, what is uh, it? Now, Clockstoppers was goofy. I understand that. I liked it still. This one I genuinely believe in. I, I wholeheartedly believe in this movie. And it's the wow. 2005 uber triple a classic with a meta score of 35 even the little box is red now so that's not good all the other ones were yellow <laughs> this is red uh stealth stealth what? oh okay, okay. yep rob yep. cohen yep yeah rob cohen <laughs> josh okay. lucas jessica beal in a prime jamie fox all badass fighter pilots you know nice. what? I actually, I actually watched this movie this week because yes. it just came out on Netflix, yeah. um, ah, and and yes. I and I did know that you liked it, so I was like, oh, I'll I'll, I'll give it a crack. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago, and I was like, 
this movie sucks. Like, yeah. this is a crap movie. You hate it. I would not, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, I remember watching it when I was a kid and I was just like, nah, this movie's terrible. It's a terrible movie. I feel like if you're and... ever going to like stealth, it's when you're a kid. <laughs> you know what? What? I actually like liked it. I actually yes. really liked it. What? I, I watched it. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, holy, I actually care for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which was really weird. Whoa. Because I thought it sucked when I was a kid. And, wow. and you know what? I, I, I was like, Rob Cohen, I actually really didn't like as a director. And, um, and like, he's done, like, um, Fast and the Furious triple x which like the first one yeah. um which i hated and he's done the first fast and the furious which i didn't like either mm-hmm. yeah 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 exactly what's wrong with you um which i was like yeah i don't really rate rob cohen that much um but yeah after watching stealth i was like yeah i can actually appreciate this movie and halfway through it i was like those scenes in north korea yeah they're they're in australia that's yeah. at the Blue Mountains. <laughs> I, like, I rec- nice. recognized it and it kind of took me out of the movie, but not enough to not appreciate the movie itself. <laughs> um, he also has directed another one of my favorite movies um, from, the, uh, like, the mid-90s. Um, I don't know whether you guys would have seen it, but Dragonheart? Have you guys yes! seen it? With Sean Connery? Dragonheart! Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Did he do yeah. that? So, like, yes. With, yeah, um, he did that. So, uh, Sean Dennis Connery Craig. and... Um, uh, yeah, Dennis Quaid and Sean Connery. <laughs> I, I almost said Liam Neeson, but it's, yeah, it's Dennis Quaid. 90s yeah. Liam um, Neeson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually really like nice. that movie, and um, I think that's like a underrated sort oh, of fantasy movie. That is such movie, a but, childhood um, yeah. like, movie for me. I remember that one. It's so yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah, right. I it is watch so stealth, good. And, and Stealth. Do yeah, it, stealth, man. I actually I, yeah, I, I really it. liked it up until the last... Um, five minutes i felt it was a bit anticlimactic in the ending um and and it kind of lost me a little bit but everything up until that point i thought was awesome and i i was surprised to see megan gale have like a blink and you miss it cameo in it um she's actually yeah yeah she's like in it for like five minutes she's um richard roxbury who um is also in it doing a terrible American accent. Yeah. Richard Roxbury <laughs> is Dracula from um, Van Helsing. The, Richard Roxburgh, um, is it? Or Richard Rox- no, Roxbury. Richard Roxbury. Richard um, Roxbury. So he is... That's another name I've been saying. Yeah, he is... Yeah. What was the other name that you've been <laughs> so saying? So he is... Oh, Shut up. He is also... Um, from Blue Murder, it's an Australian series which was great. He was um he was really good in that. Um, but um he's in Van Helsing as Dracula in Van Helsing, the one with ah oh, I can see his face. What's his name? Oh um, um Egg, Wolverine Bullets. Wolverine oh Hugh Jackman. um oh Hugh Jackman Hugh Jackman yeah yeah <laughs> so um, he kind of looks in like that Dracula. Van Helsing yeah what he Richard Roxbury yeah he looks a bit sus. He was <laughs> yeah, in, but he's a, a great actor. Yeah, Blue Murder back in the day. That was like the original yeah. Underbelly. That was good. If you haven't seen, yes, that, check yes, it out. it basically was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For those, yeah, it was awesome. For those who haven't seen this absolute Stealth. classic, yeah, oh, yeah, we probably should do. Here is here's the storyline. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, in the near future. So imagine how from 2001: A Space Odyssey <laughs> is it. 
is fill a jet in. pilot. Fill in full yeah. of like heroin and adrenaline and a kick-ass a- like spaceship design. The poor and man's the 2001 future. A Space Odyssey. That's oh. exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly or the, or the rich man's Top Gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like like you said, it's pretty much the, the sequel to Top Gun, right? Yes. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> it's so good. It does have a really good line. Yeah. It is actually pretty second. awesome. Here's the plot. Mm. Uh, near future, the Navy develops a fighter jet, oh, a fighter jet, piloted by an artificial intelligence computer. <laughs> the jet is placed on an aircraft character in the Pacific to learn combat maneuvers from the human pilots aboard. But when the computer develops a mind of its own due to a lightning strike, uh, it's the humans who are in charge with stopping it before it ex- incites war. I was going to say excites oh no. war. Incites war. <laughs> incites war. Exciting wars. <laughs> <laughs> gonna kill, gonna kill, gonna kill. <laughs> it's great. It is a great movie. It is actually really good. It's kind of like iRobot meets Top Gun, really. Yeah. Like That, yeah. is, that oh, is pretty oh. much you're dropping some that it good, is. And, you're dropping some good comparisons oh. tonight, man. It, it really is, though. Like, And I, I was really surprised to see Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, like in it. Um, and and you know what? I, I didn't like the first half an hour of the movie because I was like, none of these characters are really like... They're I very didn't like 2D. them as characters. Yeah, they're very two-dimensional. But once the action kicks off, which yeah. I think Rob Cohen is actually really good at... Once the action kicks off and everything starts to get into like heightened levels of adrenaline, yeah, that's when the movie just like that's when it soars. That's awesome from then on in. The effects hold up as well. I think. Yeah, some of them are a bit bad. I was watching it on my phone, so and I could sort of see some of the fire effects were a little bit crap. (laughs) At four eighty p, it doesn't look that good, but (laughs) HD. That's true. You're rolling. That's true. Right. Yeah, I, I kept thinking I'll have to put this on my TV to just see if it's like if it's my Good. phone or whether it's the TV. But um, yeah, the, it's awesome. Like, I, I I would actually recommend watching this movie after yes. watching it just recently. I'm so happy. I thought I'd hate it, but I, I remember, really enjoyed it. I remember so, so little from this movie, except I think it's, I must I just, have been put off. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I I couldn't remember half of it, oh, and I'm glad I couldn't remember half of it because I was like really excited to watch it again <laughs> it's got like this best line where he's kind of like starting to become sort of self-conscious and the technician's like you know oh he's just doing some really weird behaviors he's downloading music and um oh, who's, the, who's the main guy what's his name josh lucas's character's like oh cool cool what songs and the technician's like all of them <laughs> yeah and it's like and it's like so badly dated now though because yeah. like downloading all of the songs is not really like that big a deal oh, anymore we, we all have um, songs really? <laughs> yeah. um, but back in 2005 big deal that, <laughs> yeah yeah big deal it's like napster is like <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> but um <laughs> But um, it did have the guy from The Punisher that I noticed in it. He's like the original um, IT guy that um, is working on the which, stealth which um, one? machine. What, I, Thomas Jane? Um, or John Bernthal? Or? No, no, no. From Punisher, the series. John Bernthal? Um, he's actually the IT... No, no, not John Bernthal. He's not the main character. Oh. Um, he's from... He's like the... Um, the Ian Bliss? The... What? Is it Ian Bliss? No. 
I don't Liam know Neeson. his name. Oh, right. um, but he's the he's the guy that's actually um, like he's the sidekick to the Punisher in the Punisher series. Oh. He's the IT guy that's the in IT. hiding and everything like that. Right. Hang on. Wait. Yeah. So he's and the... he basically plays. He's the IT guy in. Sorry? He's the IT guy in Stealth as well. Yeah. Right. Yes. So, so he basically oh. plays the Type same cast. role in Stealth as he does in the Punisher. So, so you the could Punisher. Almost is a sequel to Stealth. To Stealth. Stealth no, well, is in the MCU. <laughs> because it's in the not too distant no. future. No, it's in 2016, so what yeah. is? Punisher or Stealth? No, no Stealth. Is it? It's like 2016, yeah. Oh, okay. wow. It's actually not a sci-fi anymore. <laughs> the near future is 2016. That's fair. No. So it was a good choice, Paul, but it Thank doesn't you. actually classify as a sci-fi anymore. So. Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> do we have? Do we have completely autonomous fighter jets that it's have a mind probably, of their own? Probably, that have a mind of their own? Probably. No, we don't. This is probably, now a historical fiction. This movie. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. It's so good. Uh. It's so good. It was I pretty really good. I really liked it. I still like it. I did. I did yeah. enjoy it. I was. I was surprised <clears throat> to find myself actually really enjoying it. Um, which yeah. yeah, I really didn't expect. Anyways, so that gets me to my number one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, Give this it. one bombed out big time. <laughs> um, it's considered one of the biggest box office bombs of all time, and they spent so much money on it and I absolutely love this movie and I dragged everyone I knew to watch it and tried to get anyone in front of this movie and that is John Carter. Oh, I yes. love this uh, movie. Yeah. Fantastic. This movie choice. is awesome. Yep. yep. And it's like got like an it's got a meta score um of fifty one and I'm like the, the to me it's like an eight or at least um out of 10 and it's it's just awesome like it's a great fun movie and if you've watched star wars because this actually predates star wars in the original um pulp fiction that was written by uh uh, what's his name he actually edgar rice burrows who plays a character in the actual movie um well like they 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 created a character based on him in the movie he's the 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 nephew um And and just like all the like tie-ins to Star Wars and seeing kind of where George Lucas has stolen a lot of his <laughs> influence for the Star Wars series is yeah. kind of really cool to see that. And yeah, I just I really enjoyed this movie, and I think the reason that it bombed is probably because no one knew who John Carter was, and I think yeah. if it had been called John Carter of Mars, yeah. That might have actually helped it a lot. That's what the original more. book was called. Yes, yes, that's what the original um, book was called. And if it had have been called that, I think more people would have gone and seen it. But yeah. w- did you guys but like it? You, I did. I did loved you like it? it? Yeah. yeah, I thought <laughs> at the time it was just it was just really clever. Um, I like the guy who was in it. That Taylor Kitsch. How do you say Kitch. his name? Kitsch. Kitsch, yeah. I think. I think it's. I'm gonna say Kitsch, but I don't know whether that's true. I'm I feel sorry for that guy because I feel like, yeah, I'm yeah, just I'm gonna, gonna say it's wrong. Kitsch, and you know that's that's canon now. But um, <laughs> so, so like this guy, I feel bad for him because he was like 
like what on top of the world. He's coming straight off Friday Night Lights. Yeah, he's going into X Men Origins. He's yeah. going to play Gambit. Um, he was he, also in he Battleship. Yeah, Battleship. John Carter was going to be a massive year for him. Yeah, and then he's in Lone Survivor. He's in Lone the Survivor. Year after. <laughs> yeah. And he's not the lone survivor, and I feel like that kind of sums up his career oh. because that's where his career just goes. It just sort of stops, doesn't <laughs> kind of it? Thing. Yeah, it does. Uh, but then, then you know what? I reckon he he's going to come back because he's, so. he's 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 um he's been in True Detective in season two, yeah. yeah, and he's also in a mini series that looks amazing. I haven't seen it. Uh, I don't think it's quite out yet, but it's called Waco. And he's playing like the leader of the Waco um, cult. Yeah. And he's he's going to be like this crazy sort of lunatic sort of character that's really mm-hmm. also um, very charismatic that um, that runs this whole cult, which he looks f- like it looks fantastic, that, that miniseries. And I think that he'll start to bounce back as he moves yeah. more and more away from his sort of his heartthrob sort of sex symbol sort of thing so yeah i think i think he'll come back but um yeah i thought i thought he was good in it and i i really liked him as john carter and john carter itself is a great movie i think i'm gonna say something yeah you guys might disagree but um yeah for me john carter was the only thing that i've liked taylor kitched in like anything else i think he's he's just a terrible actor yeah he's what so yeah. wooden in everything else, like Battleship sucks. But have have you seen Battleship? Lone Survivor? Yeah, I, Battleship sucks. I no, I haven't um, seen Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. Hang on, Hang on a thing. second. You should watch Lone Survivor before you like write him off completely. Watch okay. Lone Survivor. He's very because good. He's great in that. Battleship. That's that's not even that's that should not even be on he the list. He was fantastic in Battleship. And, X Men. That, was the best part. that movie was awesome. He, the fact that they can do killed. a modern war film, right, and somehow tie in the actual game. The fact that they figured out they're like B seven, miss. The fact that they could do that. So did creative. they do that? I Brilliant. don't think they did. That is yeah, not creative. They were using tsunami boys. <laughs> that is like. The that Japanese like soldiers were like, the, we've the been doing this for years. Trying to make some sort of movie that ties into it a rocked. game. That is like the it dumbest. It was ship to ship lowest. warfare to the tune of ACDC. Uh, what more do you want? Transformers was... ripoff, which Transformers itself it's... is a ripoff. And so you have yeah. this movie that's based on a not good movie already. And it doesn't I mean, do as I good as I don't want to embarrass you, Dean, that's... but nothing transforms. So... Point um, all. pieces transform. They like what? They, the ships like, move. The things that they, they shoot change. out. Yeah, the characters the, the themselves actual... transform and grow. No, no, no. But the um the the, the bullets. The... <laughs> it's so good. No, and there's also like a guy who lost to... both his legs in war, and he's like one of the main characters. Oh. And it's like, good on you, man. You support the vets. Oh. So if you don't oh, like this movie, terrible. you don't like veterans. Peter Berg and only made that movie so he could make Lone Survivor. You do know that, right? I don't he know that. He only made that movie so that he get like the budget to make Lone Survivor. It or, was like literally his baby was to make Lone Survivor. He didn't really care for Battleship. Did I he make Lone Survivor? Like, I can definitely so he could believe make that. He did. Yeah. <laughs> no, he made Lone Survivor after Battleship. Uh, I don't think so. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they made the raid too, so they could make the raid. 
<laughs> well, they actually wrote the raid two first. Yeah. So yeah. So that uh, that, this is that doesn't work. I should have done. I should have battleship because they made the raid one. I should have battleship was underrated raid one sci-fi. because they couldn't afford to make raid two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's that doesn't make sense. Your your argument is no, actually that's the, not working. That's the for joke. You. It's not an argument. It's a joke. <laughs> Back to how I understand the story of the raid. Pitches. Anyway, I'm making um, a funny. <laughs> so Jace, you you were saying oh, that. Next time, you... signal so... when you're making a funny. I don't get your, <laughs> your jokes anymore. <laughs> well, good thing we're not just, doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just give us a heads out. up when you're going to make a joke. Just play like, hey, oh, guys, this yeah. is a joke. I'll have a warning. And then say the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so like anyway. A little, like, maybe like a tap on your desk or something, like a afterwards would be really good. That being said, Some sort of cue for us to pity laugh you. According to IMDb, right, the... People who like John Carter also liked the things they're suggesting. It's not a very prestigious list. You've got like <laughs> Tron, Prince of Persia, Clash of the Titans, Total Recall, and uh, Hansel and Gretel. Total Recall? Total Recall? Wait, which Total Recall? The new the, one. The new one, I bet. Oh, no. The Colin Farrell no, one. Okay, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that was very scrotal. Wow. But Jessica Beale in that one wow. as well. Good on you, Jessica. Woo. You're a real up and comer, Jessica Biel. You know what? You know Jessica Biel is um a very underrated actress. I think I agree. she was great in The Sinner. If you've seen The Sinner on Netflix, <gasps> yes. she's fantastic. Definitely. In that. And I know that Paul, you're being sarcastic, but she is actually really good. At that. She was really good. <laughs> I'm being serious. She's a great no, actress in The Sinner. I've oh, Jason, I actually Sinner. yeah mm. in in mm. in stealth. She actually like she. When she does like all the um out, uh, I don't want to give away any spoilers. It's from 2005. When she's doing a lot of the, yeah, I know, but <laughs> Dean hasn't seen it, so oh no, okay. you have. Seen I, it, I have seen you? it. It's just been ages. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> when she dies, yeah, go for it. Let's not give away any spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, like the 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 physical things that she has to do in that movie, I think like it actually, it's pretty impressive. Like yeah. all the stuff that she's doing, and and you can you can believe that she's capable of whatever she's doing yeah but anyways it's good direction yeah so anyway she's really James, good in I was seventh heaven that... as well oh <laughs> <laughs> she was what, what did you really say? good in the seventh best. heaven and i now pronounce you chuck and larry <laughs> great <laughs> great prestigious oh, career i forgot right she's in seven seventh Wait, heaven oh, what was, what, when what you said you when you said jessica bill was <laughs> a good actress those were the kind of yeah. movies that were in my head and i was fully ready to dis- to disagree with you jason i completely forgot about the yeah. sinner which is fantastic yeah, yeah. And you're right like she is i actually i <laughs> I haven't seen I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry um, fortunately <laughs> I put it at the top I've, of I've your watch list yeah <laughs> I don't think I will <laughs> um, but and I I also I think I've maybe watched one or two episodes of 7th Heaven so she's not mm. really like I never even thought of her in 7th Heaven when when you say Jessica Biel I just think of The Sinner and now stealth. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty stealth. much it. Yeah, and it might be I a think similar about thing a with. Lot. Yeah, it might be a similar thing with Taylor Kitsch. Like I know him from like I consider him like you know the terrible performance in X Men Origins Wolverine and the really crappy Battleship. No, I no forget about no. Joker. Did you see the effort he went to to get <laughs> her tried a burrito? To make a point, but... <laughs> he tried to get her a burrito, man. <laughs> 
Anyway, burritos. But he wanted that burrito. Are you telling me you wouldn't get Brooklyn Decker a burrito? In- ignoring the burrito. Who? Is that a... Like, what kind of... Brooklyn Decker is the character in that do. movie. She's like the, the love oh. interest. Mm. Fair enough. You're right. I forgot about the burrito okay. scene. Battleship is a great movie. It's so good. Uh, he comes <laughs> in through the roof. It's hilarious. And then he anyway. gets tasered. Oh, yes. But yeah, Jason, yeah, like talking about movie. this new series that's coming out with Taylor Kitsch. And he is... Yeah, Waco. Yeah, where he's meant to be playing this like wacky psychopath kind of thing. And that's completely different to mm-hmm. what I've seen him play before. So, you know, I've just seen yeah. him play that really stone cold kind of actor oh my character i have it on blu-ray boys okay so so paul's just pulled out his blu-ray of battleship which i really didn't realize he was that big a fan of battleship i'm not joking i doesn't it really doesn't surprise me but (laughs) oh get off (laughs) because that movie sucks i'm I'm waiting for you to pull out your collection of all the transformers (laughs) movies No, I don't. Yeah. Even I don't stoop that low. Paul's gonna pull up a screen in here, and he's gonna force us to watch Battleship. <laughs> That's gonna. Yeah, happen. that'll be great. Idea. No, 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 no. Yeah, like our Patreon. Oh. Yeah, actually, that. Speaking of Patreon, <laughs> we haven't quite got to our fifty um, patrons. So once we do get to our fifty patrons, Paul, you're watching The Conjuring, and yep. um. That's going to be great, aren't you? You, you? You're on board with that? I really don't want to do this. <laughs> like, not even playing it up trying to be funny. I genuinely don't want to do this. <laughs> Everyone that I know who is a horror film fanatic are like, oh, yeah, it's a really, really good movie. I couldn't close my garage that night because it was too scary. It's like, oh, great. Great. That's what I want to hear. Man, it's... It's it's not even that scary, man. Like it's like in the way of like horror movies, it's like at least you know, maybe a month of not sleeping, but you'll be fine. You'll if, be fine, man. If you want to watch a grown man child poo himself on camera, <laughs> then please go to uh, patreon.com slash nerds before birds and support this charitable event. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. You make the world. But if we get to thirty-five patrons, Jason and Dean have to watch Battleship. (laughs) Yeah, I've already I've already done that, so I'm not going to do that again. (laughs) Uh, With director's commentary and my commentary, please do not support us on Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) We will be refunding everybody. Oh my goodness! All right, so All right, I think Jace. that brings us to the end of this peak. Well, what was yours, man? Um, Chase, what was yours? Go through. Sorry, you didn't do your number one. What was that? Yeah, you didn't do. Yeah, your it was John Carter, man. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. Right. I forgot. I thought yeah. we were talking about. We were talking still. about it so much. Yeah, I we've thought gone... it was just pause number <laughs> yeah. one. I thought we were just talking about. No, Battleship. no, we've done it. We've done. We've done so the podcast. My, my top three were Timescape, yep. um, Grand Tour, Disaster in Time. That was yep. The, yep. also the other name for it. Mm-hmm. Um, second one was Dark City, and then John Carter. Dean, yours were mine. Were my first one was Sunshine, and then I had Moon, and also Equilibrium. Yep. And then Paul. I had Paul. Clock stoppers and tied for first, stealth and battleship. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and 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 you didn't have Jupiter Ascending in there though, right? No I one think has Jupiter, Jupiter Ascending's Ascending. on all our list. <laughs> Jupiter Ascending <laughs> yeah. is interesting though because it's the only sci-fi movie that no one cosplays as. Really? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> That's toilet. <laughs> Who would? <laughs> What, you're going to go as a dog man or the bee does... man or some wow. stupid like, chick who's a princess? But oh, in no. that movie, Mila Kunis, like, she's like a maid and stuff. Yeah. With, like, she cleans toilets and stuff. Yeah. So that'd be the easiest cosplay. You just have to come in a maid's outfit. <laughs> I do that every day. <laughs> Her maid's outfit, though, was just like normal clothes and an apron. So, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's easy cosplay. DIY cosplay, Mila Kunis from Jupiter Ascending. Or you could lather yourself <laughs> yeah. in poo and go as the whole franchise. Real <laughs> <laughs> cool. And I think that pretty much sums up our podcast for today. Wow, that's great. So if you like this podcast and you want to support the show, you can visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash nerdsbeforebirds. Remember, Paul's watching The Conjuring at 50 Patreons. Um, and if you, like, you can contribute any amount... It starts at a minimum of a dollar. It's super cheap. Um, and it just helps us to keep the lights on here. But otherwise, you'll hear us next time. That's a bye from me. Bye. Go and watch Battleship. <laughs> and Jupiter Ascending. No.